All audio podcasts for One Team, One Podcast are brought to you by Bank of England Mortgage. Talk to Patrick Michelson at Bank of England Mortgage, 225-939-9878, or visit boesouthernstates.com. That's Bank of England Mortgage, a proud partner of One Team, One Podcast. I'm Cole Tracy, former LSU kicker. You're listening to One Team, One Podcast. One Team, One Podcast, back episode 124, I think that's right, 124. 124. Uh, we got uh, Jack is here with his good mic this time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie's in the house as well, and Thanks. we're currently watching football. It's on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we already have a few bets that I'm sweating, for sure. Um, and it looks like Tennessee just scored, so uh, we're it well on like, our way. I told you it was the it was a kickoff return. I was just guessing. It was uh they actually got an interception on the first play of the game, and then very next play scored a touchdown. Okay. So yeah, seven well, nothing. That's a good good start. I need it. I need all the points I can get for thirty five fucking uh, points. Wales, big for big for you. Yes, uh, it's a thirty five pointer, uh, thirty five unit selection by uh, Super Well Mega Max. Did you put thirty five units on it? I did not. <laughs> I put a half you know, unit. <laughs> I'm not. I don't really gamble. Um. I like to talk about gambling and I like giving picks and stuff, but I don't like to yeah. make money on it. Um, so I have I have a few picks tonight. I have first of all, I'm going to be sweating this one all night. I just feel it. it I have West Virginia plus seven and a half. Um, I'm riding the JT Dan- Daniels tr- train. Um, I don't know if that's going to work out for me, but I'm, I know I'm going to be sweating it. Everybody's picking pit, and I'm like, Ugh. anyway, I'm I'll be doing that one. I got um, Purdue plus three and a half later. Against Penn State, it's a, a home dog. I you love it. I, I I didn't get the hook. Plus three and a half. Plus three. Okay, I got the plus three and a half early. But then also, um, I have my go against go against my gut pick of the week. We started that last week. Right. Uh, M- Missouri minus nineteen and a half uh, against uh, La Tech, and that number has been climbing. I think it's twenty and a half now. So I feel a little bit better about that one too. But my yeah. go my my gut was Louisiana Tech was going to cover that shit all day long. So I'm going against my gut. Um, And then I think I might play, depending on how much money I have, I might play uh, Fresno State minus 41 against uh, Cal Poly later tonight. Um, That's like that night game to make up all your money that you lost. Yeah. yeah, I love those. I generally just um, am not going to bet on on a game with with Cal Poly in it. Anything, any team... that, Fresno, you know, I've done my research. Fresno State's returning know. returning their quarterback. Um, they they beat Cal Poly last year at Cal Poly, 63-10. to 10. Oh, So now we're at Fresno, 41 points. I'm taking it. Why the fuck did they play at Cal Poly? I don't know. I don't That's know. Weird. But um, I'll, it I'll... just Any team that I don't know a single player on the team, not going to bet the game. I hear you. I hear it's, you. It's free money, but it's whatever. A, it's not free money. <laughs> All right, so he already punted. Oh fuck! All right, so I am leaving tomorrow uh, for for New Orleans. Staying there Friday through, and we're leaving. We're coming back on Monday, so I'll be there the entire weekend. I'm taking it all in. Uh, When are are y'all going at all? Nope. Charlie's going. You're not going. Right. Okay. Unless Um, decides to give me a free ticket, and then I'll go. But the fucking tickets are. Like if you want to, yeah, you had to get in there early. Three hundred fifty dollars. So sold out game. So probably not going. No. Yeah. Um. I know Will and Zach will be there. I think Tate's going too. But um. I have uh the backpack ready for uh for Will, and I told him have a good day at school. I gave him the backpack. Uh, He's got all his mics in there, ready to go. So uh, I'll be meeting them out there uh this weekend. But okay, so. Any 
any new thoughts since we last our last podcast episode was how much are we going to beat what Florida State by, or how bad will we beat Florida State was the name of the episode. Right. Is there any thoughts on your like score prediction that's changed from last week to this week? Are you any different now? Just thinking about things and doing a little bit more homework. Mm, no, no. I mean, you were twenty seven, twenty three last week, right? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm right about there still. Um, I think there's there's definitely like a part of me that is leaning in a direction where I'm realizing that if our offensive line is like not just average, if they're like if that's a good offensive line then we're going to be like top five team in the country. Oof. Um, I mean, do you disagree? Top five team in the country? If we have a good offensive line. Like, like you're talking I, average or like decently no, no. good? I'm saying like good. Like if they are good. If we have a really good, a real good, a good or a really like, good. I'm talking like a top four offensive line in the SEC. That's not happening. We're like yeah. we're gonna I mean, be like six, I agree. but like I don't think it's gonna happen. You're just either. saying maybe hypothetically, oh, maybe. Otherwise, it's possible, right? Don't we agree? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, with yeah, the yeah. staff that we have, like with Denbrock and Kelly, I mean, those are. That's what I was gonna five. say. For sure, um, if, I think I think offensive line were top five team in the country. Well, here's what I was gonna say a little bit was offensive line wise, um, and it's actually the video that you had, you had sent out. I think you tweeted it out, uh, Jack, where the guy was like. Uh, cutting up film a little bit. Oh, it was yeah, a Florida yeah. State guy. I think it was a two four seven Florida State guy. Yeah, I didn't realize. It. So when I so on that initially, I uh, I didn't realize it was like a two four seven guy. So I wasn't uh-huh. like professionalism in it or anything. Oh right. Being like a very professional and like, oh, it's great. It, but I, I love how they went back to Dim, so Dim, yeah. Rock and um and Cincinnati and and uh, Ritter. Yeah. Ritter and comparing Ritter to. Uh, Daniels a little bit and maybe how they're going to run the ball. Um, I like, mm-hmm. I like seeing that because I think that with Brian Kelly and Denbrock, even if we don't have a good offensive line, we're still going to be able to run the ball. And that's, what's different than anything that we are ever been used to. If we had a bad offensive line, we were not going to be able to run the ball last two coaches we had. Uh, it right. just didn't, it just didn't happen. We were, we were trying to fit a, a square peg through a round hole this time, I think we have guys that are creative enough to kind of move some things around. That's yeah. where I was getting at. Um, I read a couple of the players talking about how this is like the most in-depth analysis and game plan that they've ever seen at LSU. And so that actually changed my mindset about it because what I was get, what I was going to say on Sunday was I was thinking like, depending on what game plan we're going with, this could be really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna change my score prediction to probably like 32 to 10, 32 to 12. Where were you? I was at 28, 28, 28. Oh, right. so. Weird numbers. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm going 20. for a scoregami here. I'm going for a scoregami. <laughs> you were at 28 to 12. I was 28 to 12. Okay, so now you're 33 to 12. I'm like 32, 32 34. 32. I think the scoring opens up a little bit more okay. than I thought. Okay. See, I I don't. I'm still. I feel like I'm being conservative with offensive score, but like, I'm actually. I think I was closer. I don't know where I was last week. Last week, I think I maybe it had like um, twenty-seven to thirteen or or twenty-seven sixteen. That's where I, I. That's where I'm at now. Is I. I think our defensive line completely shuts them down. Sunday too. I think 27. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I haven't changed at all. So 27 to 10. And I think if I took the, um, I haven't posted the one team one podcast video yet, but our, I think if I t- took all of our cumulative scores, um, it came out to like 27, 16. That's a bad. If we took an average of everybody's and Zach was the crazy one, Zach was like, mm-hmm. I actually had to text Zach on the side and say, are you okay? Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. I was, he, I was almost just like, are, is he even following the, the deal like yeah is he even following this shit like, so he 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 is uh, like, you know he's, you not ha- he's not happy about things right now he thinks that we're um not uh okay. we're not a cohesive team um i honestly i think zach is um still upset about the miles brennan thing mm. yeah mm. i was about to say I feel like zach, zach might have a pretty good taking it hard 
He's taking it hard right now. Why is he taking it on defense? I think he just thinks that we're, uh, maybe the coaching staff doesn't have the team together. And so he actually – at one time he, he actually had a score that I'm not even going to say, and then he said, oh, no, no, for your graphic, do this. 35-34 wow. LSU. Wow. Um, yeah. Yikes. I was like, oof. Yeah, you're upset. You need to take a yeah, lap. I was, yeah. I was like, Zach's <laughs> either very disgruntled or he has his pulse on something else that nobody's seeing. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm hoping he's dead wrong. Um, so <laughs> it was it was shocking. Yeah, we're, just gonna, we're just gonna go ahead and ignore that on this podcast. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah. Even with Zach's crazy ass score, it still ended up 27 to uh, 16. So and I feel uh, like that's a pretty pretty accurate like average score for what people think is gonna happen. That sounds, that sounds pretty good. Honestly. Yeah, I do. I agree. I think that I'd is be, pretty good. I'd be plenty happy with a double digit win here, right? I I would. Um, yeah. It it looks close enough to be competitive, but if like it also feels big enough to be like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I, I I know I tweeted this too, but like I. I just keep getting those Miami vibes, the 2018 Miami vibes in this game. Like uh, ACC team coming in. You know, there's not as much hype around Florida yeah, State as there was for Miami team. then. And we we don't have as much hype around us either, I don't think, as we did even well, in 2018. That year either. No, but we were – I think we were ranked at least. Yeah, 25th, and we're, you know, yeah. 25th right now. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right. Um, but the, the, the mauling that we did for – did against them in that first half and it was just it wasn't really a contest I, that's kind of what i'm thinking and it's in the superdome i just think that it's i mean I, there's too many things going against florida state in this one somebody's yeah. got to look up lsu's record in the superdome because i feel like the only loss i've seen in the superdome is the alabama yeah. national championship we don't talk about that game that what game? game um yeah and I, we i think we've lost it was, no, two lane a long time ago oh actually i forgot about the two lane games Okay, so all right. Well, I mean, it might be like eighty-one-ish, something like that. It was, it was uh, crazy, crazy years. But other than that, oh no, uh, Sugar Bowls against uh, Nebraska, we lost a couple of those, um, or at least one. I'd have to look that up too. But uh, Illinois, we beat Notre Dame. I think that's it. Georgia Tech. No, that was in the Peach Bowl. Oh, that was yep. Peach Bowl. Yeah, my bad. Yep. Um. Yeah, I, I think for a, I mean, it's a it's a home game for yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but call a spade a spade. Exactly. Um, all right, before we get into it anymore, do a quick uh, sponsor read. Uh, Bank of England Mortgage. Uh, they're our audio sponsor for oh, all of our uh, all of our audio podcasts. Um, BoeSouthernStates.com. That's uh, the Baton Rouge office. Is Patrick Michelson over there? Good friend of mine. Uh, call Patrick at 225-810-1805 and use their fast app feature online uh, to apply and let them find the best options for you. Call Patrick Michelson at 225-810-1805. We love Bank of England Mortgage, a uh, good sponsor of ours. Also, uh, River, River City's Total Maintenance. Sorry. Um, since 1980, serving the New Orleans and North Shore area, Lucas Ragusa, we love Lucas. Uh they are a factory authorized uh, carrier dealer and in 2022 voted the best AC repair services in New Orleans. Go to uh, NOLA AC.com and schedule your appointment or call 504 841 3300. Okay, so um, I know we had some news today. Um, Charlie, you had a recruiting update, correct? Do, do, do. Recruiting update. <laughs> Five-star offensive tackle Zalance Hurd commits to LSU. And 247 pulls some of their bullshit and pulls his five-star. <laughs> All right. So Zalance Hurd, he was he was the tackle with Will Campbell, Will at, Campbell Neville. at Neville. And so now yeah. they'll both be tackles again at LSU. Um, yeah. There's something about those North Louisiana offensive, offensive tackles. Yeah. Cam, uh, Robinson, Cam Robinson, even though yeah. he didn't stay. Yeah. Uh, well, you also got uh, uh, West Monroe boy and a uh, good old uh, Andrew Whitworth. Andrew Whitworth. Um, you had a couple of West Monroe guys back then. Brad Smalling was another guy. Yeah. That guy was literally 6'9", 350 out of high school. 
uh, Brad Smalling. Uh, he was in the same class with him and a Andrew Whitworth were on the same offensive line 2001 in class. high school. In high school. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so I love uh, North Louisiana offensive linemen for sure. And I think, uh -oh. Jack, you, you had tweeted something about uh, OLU, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, it was honestly, I'm, I don't want to be held to that. But yeah, I just no, you did it. No, I know, I know. But uh, it's um, I definitely think things are trending very, very nicely right now, huh? Yeah, and I think um, kind of like what we were talking about last week, which which is you got guy, you have a guy like Brian Kelly that knows how to put together offensive linemen. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other way to say it. But Mike Denbrock has been a part of him and his uh, staff for a while, so I think adding that and then adding uh, Frank Wilson, I think you got like a pretty good combo there for in the trenches um and defensive line we already see even right now like how deep we are at the defensive line you just keep stacking guys in there i i think they understand winning at the line of scrimmage is how to win in the sec so i i'm super pumped about our recruiting right now uh, yep. no doubt like going into the season too i don't remember I think this is all with the um, new signing classes and how you um, the early signing period and all that. How you recruit with an IL, for sure. But also, like some of these kids just want to get it over with before their high school seasons get started. It's weird to have a guy like this commit like game week of your first right. game. Like right. I just don't remember that ever happening. Um, a lot of these guys would just sit and wait forever. But um, that gives you a lot of momentum, I think, for the team. I, I never thought about that as as like a benefit for early signing period was how it was going to affect like momentum for your actual team play. Mm -hmm. I feel like that could even happen now. Is like you get a, you get a couple of like big recruits during the season, and all of a sudden people get a little bit pumped up, maybe in the locker room. I don't know how that works, but like I think it's I think, I think these guys know. I, I I think the the guys on the team know what's going on, right? Like. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it gets everybody a little bit more fired up, maybe. Um, I think it's a coaching staff firing up thing where, like, the like they see like you know, they them being on the road twenty four seven for like four or five months. You know, paid off. It's paying off, and so they're going to be they're going to have a little bit more juice at practice. Practice is going to be a little bit more, a little bit more pump, a little bit more like just popping. You know what, what I mean? Are we going to have another hype video tomorrow? You think? Hopefully, so Friday. Oh, I pray. So we had a hype video. What those hype videos this morning? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Not really even a hype video. It wasn't. So I I heard about it. It was it was actually a recruiting video. So it yeah. was actually for the start of nine uh, nine one is the first day that they can talk to re recruits on campus since school started or something like that. So it was like the recruit video for that. But I thought it, the first thing I thought was it was a hype video. Um, yeah, I saw minute forty. I assumed hype video and then I watched it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a recruiting video for sure. Yes. Um, so I'm, it's always two days before the game. The path is, is not for everyone. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And now they have a, like pull a it up? they have a series on uh, LSU gold called the path uh, that you can, that. you can pay money. Yeah. To see what? their content now. Yeah. Fuck off. How about that? <laughs> uh, so, Six thousand a semester to go to school there. And you I know you think his students can at least get an LSU Gold account. Don't, don't get me started on LSU making me pay more money for more bullshit. Yeah, I already pay more than enough money. Yeah. About you get, I'll, here's the deal: you get good parking. I'll pay a hundred dollars a year for LSU Gold. You, you mean me? You mean I get good parking? This parking no. fucking sucks. It's everybody. It's everybody. Um, people are stealing the the parking spots for the residents now. I, hey, bro, I was I was there. I just I just recently got out. Um, LSU Southern, you got any thoughts about tailgating? I know we're a week away, but I'm just thinking about tailgating on campus for that game. Yeah, I'm man. already looking ahead to it a little bit. I'm like tweet. I'm like pre blackout drunk. Like exactly, I, that's where I was getting at. Feel yes. Um, I was thinking about that, but I'm also thinking about like the entire town of Baton Rouge is going to be there. Yeah. Like it's, it's going to be wild. Yeah. Yeah. It could be a weird scene. It, yeah, it's a little different. It's going to be a little different. Be, <laughs> you know, I'm Not your mom really and dad's quick. tailgate. No. I'm sharing, I'm sharing this really quick. <laughs> yes. That was a great, uh, great tweet. Um, 
actually right after you tweeted that jack i got a text uh in a text group and it was that exact same screenshot oh really and somebody ripped it from our 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 twitter screenshotted it and sent it to the text and i said credit us (laughs) (laughs) i posted it on my story the second i saw it i was like that that is great yeah no whoever posted that's exactly how i feel that was elite yes that was very good um Okay, any other games you're thinking about this weekend? I know uh, we have our eye on Sunday night, but um, Saturday. Oh, ten, Tennessee's up 10 nothing. by the way. Tennessee's playing right now? I don't see it. Yep, Tennessee's up 10 nothing. Uh, Pitt has got the ball, but they're on their own three. So West Virginia is playing tough. Playing oh, tough. There it is. Seven minutes in, playing tough. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, any other games you're thinking about? That game's going well. Um I'll share my uh, my super well Mega Max picks. Um, sure. So we go on units here, and so my five unit pick is uh, Kentucky minus sixteen. Yeah, it's uh, a weird. It's a weird line, huh? It's a weird line, which is why I only put five units on it. Um, just don't quite understand why it's that number. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't, you know, go all out for it, but I I do still like it, so I'm I'm putting it on my card. Uh Ohio State minus seventeen. I have it fifteen units. Yeah, I just love that pick because I just my. I have uh, it at seventeen and a half, and I didn't even buy the hook. Yeah, I don't even give a shit. Uh, you could put it at eighteen. I'll still take it. Um, Mm -hmm. the reason I like it is because you just know. Uh, this is what I said on the Super Bowl Mega Max Football Show. Um, you just know that people are trying to bet that down. You know, people the casuals are definitely betting Notre Dame there. I heard, I heard uh, Mincy was talking about it. Mincy pulled up. Um, it was, I think, 80% public money on Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's that huge Notre uh, Dame alumni Dame. or fan base that's, like, pouring money into that, and it's just messing hey, with that line. It might not even be that, dude. I think it's, like, just, like, casuals are looking at that mm-hmm. game, and they're saying, like, okay, this is a top-five team. Yeah, number five. Yeah. Points, I'll take it. Right, and yeah. One, it's at it's in the shoe. Uh, love that for Ohio State. They, I mean, I, they rarely get, uh, they rarely lose at home. Except last year against Oregon. Yeah, that was weird. That was. I weird. didn't mean to. I didn't mean to shit on your bet. But speaking ahead. of Oregon, Oregon and Georgia, <laughs> better now, right? What's that? I do think CJ Stroud's significantly better now than he was that week. I would think so. Also, Heisman. Um, now, that week, I didn't know if he was even going to make it to next week. Yeah, I, that was tough. That was a tough game for him. I remember. Speaking of CJ Stroud, did you hear what he just did? He no. um he gave every single player on the team a five hundred dollar gift card to Express to go buy their suits for the game. This is NIL. Every single fucking player five hundred dollars on the team. I love it. Gotta Dude. love it. That's fantastic. Yeah, um, and you know all of this. My quarterback love that. I know they're all like, yeah, boy. my fucking quarterback. He's like, I want y'all getting fresh. <laughs> um okay so yeah oregon oregon, oregon in the georgia. georgia dome against georgia in the, well in mercedes-benz stadium I call the georgia the georgia dome. i'm always gonna call the georgia dome. 17 points georgia uh at first i was thinking oregon and then i just went hard on on georgia i have a a parlay that's gonna win me like a thousand dollars if i win a couple of these games yeah that's not, <laughs> game. that's not a game i feel like playing uh ohio state i feel good with the minus 17 georgia minus 17 just I just don't think I just, that would be a lot of scoring in that game is the only thing. To um, all right, so here's here's where I'm coming from. Um, all obviously Georgia's got a great defense. Um, yeah, Kirby Smart will not let them slip up. Yes, and then also Oregon's got Bo Nix. Yeah, no, I know. Does he has throw he a pick six? Starter? Does he throw a pick six? Is he? Yeah, Bo Nix is starting. I already, I think I saw that earlier. Yeah. It's um, a- Good chance to see Bo Nix against Georgia's defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, the 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 I guess the negatives about the pick would be Dan Lanning's the head coach at, at Oregon. He was the defensive coordinator at Georgia last year. Like there's all these like ties uh to this game that's super like weird. Tree. This is the this is now the smart tree. Yeah, does smart lose to his assistant like Saban's never really lost to his assistant except until last year. Dan Lanning, he's yeah. on Saban status, right? Say that again. 
So if he beats his assistants, now he's on Saban status. Is that correct? Well, Dan Lanning's a Saban guy. He was an analyst, though. He was an analyst under Saban. He's a smart guy. That's true. He's a smart guy. Then he boosted over to Georgia with Kirby, I think. If I I remember correctly. Do they know how to, do they know how to like, run an offense that's going to move the ball against Georgia because Dan Lanning's the head coach at Oregon. You know, yeah. will Georgia run a completely different defense? Will they have different calls and different bases? You know, probably, probably not. They just got so many athletes, man. Like, but so that, that was my other thing is like that, that. So that's my thing is does Oregon score 10 points? And if they, if they don't score 10 points, then this covers like it's, I feel like they score. I feel like they could definitely score like a backdoor twenty. There's no I was, doubt. I was about to say, Oregon's probably going to have twenty Dude, to twenty-five. Onyx has scored twenty-one yeah. points with Auburn, and it was backdoor bullshit. I, I was about to say Oregon's going to have twenty-one hard. I got. I if I'd bet, I'd say Oregon scoring. Auburn fans talk all the time about how they were the closest team to beating twenty nineteen LSU, and it's because of some backdoor bullshit. Oh, for sure. Touch. You remember that? Yeah. Like for 30 sure. seconds left, he scored a touchdown. That's what he does. He loves backdoor. You know, that's what he does. It's it's how he lives. He scores who's, two who's touchdowns he? in the game. Bo Nix. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How he lives. You were saying 2011 Oregon, and I was like, who's he? So I didn't know if you were still talking about Bo Nix. Okay. I said um, he's been there long enough. Oh, you're saying 2019. Oh, yeah. okay. That's, that's okay. I, all right. I thought you were saying 2011 Oregon backdoored LSU. In tw- ah, okay, okay. That did also anyway, happen. But, uh, it did. It was. I, I think I got fucked on that bet in 2011. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's because you were betting on a Jarrett Lee-led uh, LSU team. Yes. What, what did you uh, we were up. We were up by a lot. Um, okay, so any other games um i know there's a, some other big games i agree with you on ohio state i cincinnati arkansas cincinnati arkansas is a great game that's a great Start game. season at arkansas i'd take though. i'd take the over on that i don't know why i just would i, I feel like arkansas is going to score a lot i could i could definitely see i could see the over hitting there i i don't hate the overplay at all uh, i wouldn't bet a lot on it but i'd bet the over that i like I mean, cincinnati's got a good defense well, they yeah. used to. They had it last year. I mean, they lost. Here's one game. Like, I feel like I know the play, but I just, I just don't like it. Uh, that Utah at yeah, Florida. yeah, that's tough. What? Like, what the fuck is that? Florida's, that's I don't game. think Florida is what happened. Florida yet. Like, I think. I agree, but like at the same time, there's like all you gonna be a really tough team to bet just because Anthony Richardson is just yeah, like for sure. Yeah, I think Florida scheduled that. What did they schedule like five or six years ago? When, that was probably Urban Meyer scheduled that when he, he was a he was a Utah he was a Utah head coach, and then he probably scheduled that when he was the head coach at Florida, you know, for for the Utah stuff. But I I don't trust Florida at all this year, and I think that LSU and Florida were on the same path uh when they florida has they, less talent when they let when they let their coaches go and i think lsu just did a way better job of getting guys in place quicker than florida did and i just, just don't reloading. think florida has the talent yet but um i also it's hard for me to believe a a, a pac 12 team is going to come in and bully a, an sec team like florida too so it's a little weird i agree that utah team's good they are but it's going into the swamp I mean, if they beat if they beat Florida, and Florida may not be who they usually are, but if they go in and beat Florida at the Swamp in primetime, fucking, that's a great win. Dude, does that game for me like that? It just smells like an overtime game. Like 17-17? The thing is, is I don't see anybody. I don't see a lot of good Florida defenders right now. What what I've been seeing and reading is Florida's defend like defense isn't as touted as it usually is. We remember just a couple of years ago they had the worst recruiting, or maybe it was this year they had the worst recruiting class in the SEC. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah they, they were they were literally worse than Vanderbilt at one point. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think they did a quick enough job of getting that program back in place. And I think maybe like a year or two, like they'll be back, but I just don't think they're there. I heard right now. Saying, yeah. uh, you think they're going to get rid of Billy Napier by then? No, no. I, I heard I someone saying that people like 
Billy Napier might be the most hated coach before ever playing a game, like in the history of college football. Really? For Brian Kelly? About, are you talking about um by their own fan base? Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, that's wow. a little bit different. That's a little bit different. Yeah, no, Florida fans are, I, I mean, I've seen it. They're really team. not on board. People, no, I've seen it. People no, wanted him to go. People not, wanted to fire him like a month ago. Yeah, literally. Like there hey. were people calling to fire him. All right, of- here's your here's your uh, Fred scoreboard update. Uh, Fred's uh, been a, a great bar institution since 1982. Tennessee, 17-0 Tennessee. Oh, yeah. So I'm let's go, baby. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. I have minus 24 uh, first half line as well. So they've got to score so. like one more time. One more. Yeah, 24 first half line and then 35 full game. Yeah, you like betting those first halves and uh-huh. – I don't love wait till that Alabama first half comes out, my friend. Mm-hmm. You better put the you better put the four hundred one k down on that one. <laughs> what was it? Didn't I tell y'all that like an LSU Alabama over hasn't hit before? Hadn't hit before twenty nineteen and hasn't hit since twenty nineteen. Really? Really? I don't think so. I got it now, huh? Is that what you're saying? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm I'm saying if it's a big over, you're gonna want to slam it under. Mm. Uh, I would. I wouldn't mind it. Well, it's usually because we get shut out. Yeah, true. <laughs> but I mean, last year we kept it pretty close. Yeah, we did. Max uh, Johnson can't uh, can't read. No, one of the weirdest well. things I've ever watched. All right, Pitt Pitt's down to the West Virginia twenty nine. Uh, third Kelvin and eight. Slovis, baby. Big that third big and ass right here. Slovis looks good. Um, he said, "Didn't he say fuck West Virginia?" Yeah, he did. Yeah, Slovis did. Yeah. yeah, you didn't see that? Oh, you didn't see uh, that? That was awesome. I it was like that. they were they're like one of their pep rallies or something, and they were and they were like, oh, and he goes, wow. oh yeah, fuck West Virginia. And yeah, like the whole team did it. Like yeah. these two teams hate each other, so I, that's yeah. another thing that I was thinking was like this is a big rivalry. Like, yeah. Well, so when we were talking about conference realignment, I wanted to bring it up, but I had read a Reddit post by somebody who's a West Virginia fan. They were talking about the fact that like. Yeah, like we moved to the Big Twelve and we got a shit ton of money, but I fucking miss the backyard brawl. I miss playing Penn State. I miss playing Syracuse. And I was like, damn. Oh. Cause they well, so when they re they had realigned in like oh four with the Big East, right? Mm-hmm. And they had stopped playing Penn State. And he was just like, I miss playing Penn State at home. He goes, playing going to a Penn State game when you're a West Virginia fan, even. I was like, Yeah. Fair point. Pitt, Pitt's the same way. So it's weird to have Pitt and Pitt plays Penn State every year, huh? Yeah. No. Uh-uh. What? Uh-uh. No, they don't. Um, and it's weird that it's weird that Pitt, Penn State, and West Virginia are all in three different conferences. That's yeah, strange. That's They're right next to each other. Yeah. Um. All right. So, uh, Premier League coming soon. Wait, who's Pitt's? Uh, who's Pitt's? Like end of year rival that they play, Pitt. Um, I don't know if they Did have they do one. an ACC one. No, it used to be Pitt West Virginia. There is nothing else now. Um, really all right. Weird. So, any other keys that you're looking for for uh, this is our courtesy automotive group uh, keys to the game. Any other keys for um, LSU Florida State that you're thinking about? Um, I mean. There's so many question marks, so it's like a lot of the keys are just like, you know, is this group going to play well, corner, offensive line, basically. Um, but other than that, I think like something we haven't even discussed once is like, what is the running back group going to look like without John Emery? Because yeah. you have obviously like Good. Noah and Armani Goodwin are I like them. They're talented. They're they're both but, different backs too, though. That's what I like them uh, about them a little bit. They're both coming off of injuries. Neither of them has been able to. I mean, obviously, Goodwin's only had one year, but neither have been able to like go a full season without getting injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, in terms of a one game kind of deal, I mean, I, I feel like they can probably last to the end of the game. But yeah, and yeah, I think they're gonna be fine. I don't I know. Too, I just. I also am interested to see how they even use the running backs. I think they're going to use the running backs different than what we're probably even used to here. Like a lot of guys out of the backfield. And when almost, you have, that's what I was about to say. Too, it's like it almost doesn't matter. Yeah, and I and also like a lot of. Um, I could see a lot of Ar- Armani Goodwin out in the flat and like a swing pass. I've been seeing yeah. those over and over and over in their um, in their practices and stuff. But like, yeah. Um, 
a lot of those uh, counter plays with the quarterback, the quarterback run with the counter play, and then you got a back sprinkling out of the backfield, stuff like that. That I just think they're so creative, and it's almost like an extension of the run. A lot of I, that H back usage too. Yeah, um, I was about to say. I think we're gonna maybe have like a Mac. You like a Mashburn or a um, That's exactly what I was about to say, or a, or a Mason Taylor kind of role. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna I pop do. out into the flat. Um, I think Jack Besh would do so good. I do too. I do too. I and I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, I know we moved in the wide receiver, but can he still be that hybrid guy in the slot? You know, oh, or something like best that. Doing both. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, it's just like. I mean, I, I don't know Mason Taylor's all at all, but like uh, he's at a great camp. We, uh, yeah, sure, but I mean, you can, we've never seen him play, so I can't really speculate. But, but you got um, so many fucking wide receivers. You have so many wide receivers. Why couldn't you move yeah. and a then, guy like Jack into a different kind of role? Yeah, Bastion's up being like possibly like as low as fifth on the depth chart at wide receiver, like we were talking about earlier. I think he's third. He might mm. be. Third. I mean, I could see him being as low as five. No, I see. No, I, I agree with your. I understand what you're saying, but I think he's third. But the thing is, you have you have two other guys right behind him. Why don't you just move him into a different role and move some yeah. of these other guys in? I mean, you're so deep there. I just think it's a predictability thing, though. If you if you line up Jack at H back, people are going to know what he's going to be doing. You know what I mean? Well, now, yeah. Up, yeah. But if last year you wouldn't have. I mean, that's true. But um, if you're moving him back to H back, it just becomes a predictability issue. Well, it's also a predictability issue if you have. If you have Mashburn at the H back position, you know that he's blocking. Dude, I just want to. He's see got that. great hands. Like he's got great hands. Like without the quarterback side of it. Say that again, Jack. I want to see Jack Besh have the Taysom Hill role without the like quarterback part. Obviously. I agree. I agree. Like I think just like that super multiple, put him anywhere. You know, he can pretty much do anything. Kind of guy. I, I like, like that. I like that role too. Yeah, I think he could be. I think he could be like a. Honestly, like football player. I just want him to go out there, like just have him be like that's his position. He's a football player. Fucking football. Yeah. We need to do that. We oh, that'd be a shirt. That's gonna shirt idea. Jack Besh, football player. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, he'd do it for us. We'll see. I doubt it. Um, okay, so all right, Mikey, I think would be it's a little it's somewhat similar. I, I want I want to see us be able to figure out how to run the ball. Like if we can run the ball consistently, I think it's game over. But also, I'm interested to see. I I almost automatically assume that we're going to put pressure on uh, Jordan Travis, um, pretty much all game, and I don't see them able to block him. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if. If is he able to break contain, and if he is, what do we do? Like, I want to see like if he if he gets out of the pocket and starts running, are guys are guys filling those gaps the way they need to? Because I think that was a lot of our problems last year was like guys guys got out of position and then we were fucked. Yeah. No, are, are they going to stay in position? And also, are the are the defensive backs going to stay with their guys? Because is there a guy that's going to pop open free down the field like we've been seeing the last two years? Like those are the things that I need to see cleared up to know that okay, we have a legit defense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I think uh, a big thing. I love your point about linebackers and just like staying contained. I mean, missing the wrong hole. I mean, we were actually seeing that even in 2019. If you think about uh, Plumlee uh, at Plumlee Ole Miss, like how many fucking uh, missed assignments did we have? Like, I know it was like, I think Delpit was hurt that game and he was like filling the yeah. wrong holes. And stuff. Like also Jacob Phillips we too. Had, yeah. Yeah. But it's had. like, it's like th- those things were even happening then. It was just undisciplined a little bit mm-hmm. and we were just was, good enough to overcome it. But like Ole Miss was after Alabama. Right. As the week after, yeah, week yeah. After. So I think I think what happened there was is we had five or six guys who were playing hurt or they were, up. They, were just, they weren't playing, and we had a couple backups playing, and they just weren't playing right. Well, it wasn't even that though, because Delpit played the whole game. He was just like he I remember a couple hurt. times like he needed to like cut. If he would like made a hard cut on his on his like bad leg, he yeah. makes the tackle, but his leg was wasn't good enough, so he just didn't make the cut. Quit on the play. Yeah. Um. Delpit, yeah. you can go back and watch it. Delpit played the whole game. And then going back to the the video that we were talking about, the two four seven video about, I think they were they were chop. He was chopping up that fucking Kentucky game, that Kentucky game last year. They were gashing us, and it was because 
We had every fucking linebacker in the wrong every, hole. Every single time he said like this linebacker. Right he should have. He should have went here. He should have yeah. went here. And it was every, Damone Clark every time. No, no, no. Every single time. <laughs> Baskerville. Baskerville. Oh it was my Baskerville god. Baskerville every time. Damone. Damone didn't play great, okay. but he didn't play bad. Baskerville just shit the bed. Yeah. That's yeah. tough because I mean he's a he's a guy. That's another reason why he's not even in the starting, you know, linebacker line right now I, it's it's hard to believe because he's been here forever but um it's two linebackers right that's where we're kind of going with two and then you got a jack two and is, a jack uh, yeah. it's like an outside linebacker like ojalari but and then our base defense is ojalari's a defensive end he's yeah. just a little yeah we're playing a dime back right who are the two linebackers sorry uh mike jones jr and then um greg penn greg penn and that's right Greg um, Penn's going to be a monster. And, like, you know, I feel like Baskerville still probably on the field. Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. I think he's in a rotation um, along with, with – uh, yeah, but there's another – I don't think he could guys. take Jones off. I, I don't think he could take Jones off the field. I think Small's still going to play a little bit. Uh, yeah, Jared Small. I love Jared Small. I love that dude. I haven't heard anything from him, like, coming back from this ACL. Like, Oh, yeah. He's, right? he's been cleared. I know that. He's been cleared. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's. I haven't heard anything about him. Is the only thing. So like, yeah, I'm just... I, and I think it's more of a regime thing because I think Ogeron loved those kind of guys. You know what I mean? I mean, dude, Jared. Was, I don't know. Good. I, I Jared is actually one of my friends in high school. But um, yeah, yeah, I love Jared. But it's weird seeing a guy like Jared Small as a walk on, and then you see it like on the other side of the ball, you see Josh Williams still there as a running back. It's weird seeing these walk ons. These walk ons having like big big roles it's just it makes you feel it makes me feel uncomfortable i don't know what i don't I, know about y'all i understand but. that but <laughs> at this point like these guys have been on the team this long yeah for sure yeah. And if not starters like i'm good you know well so like personally like, i know better in depth at this point yeah and that, that's all they are like i'm more than okay with that like yeah that, that makes me feel comfortable personally i know mashburn was severely under recruited like severely he was probably the best athlete in the state of Louisiana when he graduated, and he maybe had one or two Division One FBS offers. No, I like I like Mashburn. I love. I mean, the game he had against Florida, dude. I mean, he was oh, just yeah. smashing defensive ends on those. Mashburn. Uh, no, he didn't even. He didn't. He was an athlete in high school. He played running back, wide receiver, and quarterback. That's he didn't awesome. even play tight end. He didn't play linebacker. He didn't play any of that. He was purely an offensive athlete. And it, he he won the St. Tammany's Offensive Player of the Month like four or five weeks in a row. That's Our prestigious. Offensive Player of a Week. I'll oh, shut up. <laughs> um, this so, was when Lake. This was when Lakeshore had their like big ass run though. With Lakeshore, you know, they had like two or three years of them just going like undefeated and making it all the way up to like Edna Carr in the semifinals and shit. Mm-hmm. So like, it was pretty big for Jack. So I know he's like. He he deserves it, yeah for sure. No, I like Josh Ma- Jack Mashburn for sure. Um, he'll probably be the starting tight end, hmm. like first depth release. I, I honestly, I think it's I think the guy that you're going to see on the field, even the Cole first Taylor. snap, is going to. I think it's going to be Mason Taylor. Mason Taylor, Cole Taylor, Mason Taylor. Thanks. They're they're all over that guy. They're just. I mean, I I think, I, I think it's going to be Mashburn game one, and then I think I could definitely see Mason Taylor. You know beating him out at some point but um i doubt they go freshman game one huh i just think that he i think that kelly likes a guy that can do every single thing mm-hmm. um and not not just a blocker not just a pass catcher i think he likes complete like yeah prototypical tight end roles and i think that's why they like this guy so so much and i think he's just a freak because he's fucking jason yeah. taylor's son so that, that- he's genetically gifted also uh you know uh jason taylor married uh zach thomas's wife i mean zach thomas's sister not wife oh zach thomas like the hall of fame the linebacker linebacker. his sister married jason taylor and then they produced mason taylor so he's got like some fucking genes okay he's like he's like the football version of ronnie coleman he's just genetic yeah right <laughs> okay so um cool I'm, I'm, I'm down with it then Hold i'm looking on. i'm looking go ahead uh about running the ball um i mean yeah if we if we are able to establish the run uh 
it's over. Like I, I know I said 27, 23. If we established a run and we're just pounding it down their throats. Right. See, pounding it down your throats. That's the thing. I don't that think I, that's how we're going to do that. What I'm saying is, like, if we're able to just run the ball straight Move down the ball the consistently four to five yards a carry. It's five yards every time. Yeah. This game, we're winning by at least three touchdowns. No but doubt. That's, that's every that, that's no, every no. game plan is if getting five yards a run. I think three yards on a run is where you're going to want to sit for an offensive game plan. If you're getting yeah. three yards every time, that's that's a good game plan. Like these receivers are so sick that like, yeah, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see a one on one. It's over. Like, yeah, it's, I want to see. I want to see second second and fives and third and shorts, like mm-hmm. pretty much all game because I think that's going to make it to where okay, you're these guys are going to have to play up closer to the line of scrimmage and it's going to burn some guys either with a quick run from Daniels on the outside or a wide receiver. One on one, and that's why I'm also saying I think I think neighbors is going to get one on ones like crazy this year, um, and I think him one on a one on one, I'm I think that he's probably he's burning everybody for sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. With I, I just, our wide receivers, awesome. you're going to want to have them stack the box and then just create mismatches across the board. Mm-hmm. Offensively, game with a game plan like that, that's I think, one game. And I think Booty, I'm I'm watching like. 2019 tape again and i'm just like watching the way um jamar chase moves catches the ball so like fluidly mm-hmm. it reminds me i i just start thinking about okay i think this is what booty's gonna do this year he's just gonna like be able to catch anything in sight yeah and get so much like space on guys what are you laughing at well he doesn't have joe burrow throwing the ball no he doesn't just put he's it, put it over there instead of like right here put he's it over like, there instead of right here I mean, I think I think Kayshawn is maybe not just as talented as Jamar Chase, but like you know, he's in that like he's on that level as a senior. As a senior, was he a senior this year? Junior. As a junior, compared to Jamar Chase as a junior, Uh, like similar sophomore, but um, yeah, so junior and sophomore, they're similar. No, I mean, I think I think Kayshawn is like just as like he's in that same conversation with. you know, Chase and Justin Jefferson. I think he's bigger. Uh, te- technically, Kayshawn still has like four years of eligibility because didn't he get a medical red shirt last year? I don't technically, know. right. Yeah, he, he wanted, if he wanted to get he's, He was a true freshman in COVID. Yeah. He'd get a medical red shirt for last year. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. But he's not going to fucking stay. Or no, maybe he's gone. Maybe, but just no, theoretically, he could still yeah. stay in another like four um, years. If we redshirt him this year, we can have him until like 2026. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm for that. Yeah, but. Then, Make the then, you, then you have a Miles dilemma. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, yeah, and then you know he's wearing flip flops on boys. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll I have say, a feeling Kayshawn's not a fishing he, guy though. He's not gonna have twenty touchdowns. That's all. No, and I and I, wait, you're saying Kayshawn's not gonna have twenty touchdowns? No, right. And I, I actually yeah, said that I think I actually think neighbors may end up with more touchdowns than Booty does. Yeah, yeah. I, I could see it. It's just this this receiving core is so loaded. It's like there's so, there's so many balls to go around. Yeah, that's exactly. What, that's what she said. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. Um, I, I could see a situation where like four guys end up with like eight plus touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're you only see one guy with double digits, and everybody else is maybe close. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that for sure. I, where I, I could, could like, see like you know, Besh has three or four, and you know like. Neighbors, Besh, Jeray, like maybe Brian Thomas is in the mix here. Yeah. Like all finish with like seven, eight. Here's my hot take on that. I think Kayshawn gets 12, right? I think Kayshawn has 12. I think Malik has eight. Jack has six. And then it, like Jeray has four and everybody else kind of sits around two to three. Talking about a lot of touchdowns, guys. I know. I think this is a high powered offense. You're, you're getting close to the 40 number right there. Charlie's is probably I, a little I, more realistic than mine, but uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I, if J, if I mean, obviously, there could be you know multiple quarterbacks playing in different games, um, but like let's just for conversation's sake say Jaden Daniels is the guy and he's the guy all year. Yeah, um, could definitely see him scoring thirty-five touchdowns just passing, mm-hmm. and then, you know tacking on another ten running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be definitely him having a year like that. All right, I need a, another Fred just, scoreboard yeah. update. That just Fred? completely deprives the running backs. 
Fred scoreboard update. We have West Virginia, seven, pit three. Second quarter, West Virginia doing their job, doing their job, backyard brawl. Tennessee, 24, Ball State, zero. So wow. I'm already covering my first half. Um, looking back. good, looking good. Um I got some. Uh, I got some money in uh, ego riding on that West Virginia bet. Mm-hmm. I've got a hot take. I've got a hot take. What's I that? think Georgia's gonna hate letting JT Daniels go. Oh, see, I'm a big JT Daniels believer this year. I I, I think that, too. yeah, I think that he's. I think West Virginia is maybe gonna be a little bit better than people think because of him. Yeah, I think offensively, West Virginia is a top ten team. Obviously, defensively, I have no idea because I don't really pay attention to West Virginia. But I think Stetson's going to do something really like Stetson, he's going to have a lot of, hey, My bad, Stetson. Stetson Bennett. I think. You see, this, have you seen Stetson Bennett's transformation? Yeah, I was like, I think this new frat boy, like you know, gold chain, gold chain and the, waves or whatever yeah. the hell he's got going on. <laughs> I think that's going to distract a little bit. I think yeah. he's going to he's going to mess up in the Auburn game, and I think they're going to drop it. I think it's going to give him an edge. I think it's going to give him a little bit of an edge because, like, that's the only thing he was missing. I always felt like he was just like boring quarterback, like a law firm kid. Like yeah, this whole little attitude thing he's doing right now. You know, I you know I'm not a Georgia fan or anything like that. But all of like, a sudden he's like Marshall Henderson. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's just like he's got like an edge to him now. And I'm like, damn, is he like kind of a good quarterback now? Even though like he hasn't done anything on the field different. He becomes <laughs> one of those quarterbacks where Matt goes, like wait, I didn't realize he was black. Yeah, that's <laughs> that guy. It's always that fucking guy. It's like, oh my God, that guy's a black guy? Shit, Stetson's black. <laughs> Stetson uh, Minutes black? Yeah, Stetson Minute the third? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I th- I just think he'll probably throw the ball with a lot more confidence this year. That's which is you know, or any quarterback is good. Hopefully, it's just not overconfidence. All yeah, right, so I I, I I had a, a good fantasy draft I thought last night, and I had a couple of like picks uh, late that I was mm-hmm. I, I I was probably trying to be too like cute cute with things. I got mm-hmm. Traylon Burks. I got you. Um, later, later in the draft, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody was really yeah. looking at him. Him and George Pickens. I got, I got George Pickens too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I think I got enough rookie wide receivers now. Yeah. Um, you know, my steal George, of my draft? You can't. My steal of my draft. That I, I feel like I was the smartest person in the room when I did this. Uh, everybody's picking their kickers. I go down the list. I grab Will Lutz. Just sitting there. Great pick. Nice and, pit, nice and pretty. Nobody's mm-hmm. even thinking about him. I'm like, yeah, I got the best kicker in the fucking league. Steal of the draft is never a kicker. That's <laughs> how it works. I'm sorry. But 16th round, I got Tom Brady. So oh, that's a steal. That my, is buddy, a steal actually. my buddy was telling me he was playing with this uh, in his frat league, and he was, you know, they were all drafting. And they have a guy who's never played, like, that doesn't pay attention to football, whatever. They get to like round two. Picks Patrick Mahomes around three. Picks Josh Allen. Everybody's like, "Hey, fucking oh. dickhead, what are you doing?" And he was just like, "Somebody's gonna want to trade." The funny. Well, I, I think I got the two. I think I got two. The two best quarterbacks in the draft. I got Josh Allen and I got Jameis Winston late. Um, That's great. That's a great draft. No, Jameis had uh, Lacey guys that. a couple years. Yeah, ago. yeah, I know. Lacey uh, Jameis is no fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they but they were tell they were messing with me because they thought that I did. I had a terrible draft because. My running backs, I had um, Dalvin Cook. Um, I have Ezekiel Elliott, who they were busting on me about Zeke. And uh, Miles Sanders, they were busting on me about Miles Sanders. Well, when did you take Zeke? Yeah, uh, It wasn't like early or anything. It was like... Because he can't go earlier than third. That's no, because I got, I got um, wide receivers. I got Tyreek Hill. I got uh, Michael Thomas. And I got... Can't remember the other guy I got. Hmm. So yeah, I thought it was a good draft. I'm doing absolutely no research. I think everything I you're telling me is pretty decent. Yeah, Look, my steal of a draft is always Keenan Allen as a flex. I agree. Get him I, I've late, had him the like last couple of years. And he's great. You get him like tenth round, throw him in as your flex week to week. You're never yes. going to be disappointed. I, I, I I'm not in any fantasy leagues. I stopped. I was like, I'm not going to be the fucking commissioner anymore. And I was already the commissioner like two or three of them. In the commission, and I got kicked out of my other ones. I got kicked out of my other ones for winning too much. It's a thankless job, for sure. I know. 
Yeah. My buddy's uh, like, hey, do you want to be the commissioner again? I was like, nope. not a bit. All right, uh, so we got to talk about Bocock Brothers cigars, guys. Uh, I'm bringing to some cigars to Nola. Will's got some in his, in his bag as well. Um, BocockBrothers.com. These are LSU grads, guys, so go check them out. Uh, Habano, Connecticut, and Maduro selections. Uh, you can check them out on the website. And then Cigar Rolling Events is something new that they have. So you can actually book them for a cigar rolling event. Also, they have some golf gear online. Uh, they've been out of stock on a lot of stuff, so check them out at Bocock Brothers Cigars. Also, Courtesy Automotive Group. Check out Brandon Lejean at Courtesy Automotive Group. LafayetteCourtesy.com. He hooked me up with my Jeep. Uh, love Brandon. Talk to him about some um, some LSU basketball. He's still all about it right now. So, all right. I think we'll wrap it up. I, I got go one more thing. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't think much of it when I got Antonio Gibson, like sixth or seventh round. Uh-huh. And then someone shot Brian Robinson. And so now it turns out. <laughs> Internally, you were giddy. <laughs> oh, let me tell you a story. I wasn't, uh, wasn't happy that someone <laughs> shot him. Oh, you were just clear. like, well, so um, like, that isn't good, and it does happen to very oh, popular. We we had somebody in our league draft Brian Robinson, uh-huh. and right after he did it, he actually messaged in the group and he said, "Yes, I know he's shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know he was shot." <laughs> I think right when it happened, someone messaged in our league, and he was uh, they like sent a screenshot of like the you know report or whatever. Uh, and they were like, "This was such a bad pick." Like, <laughs> did y'all did y'all see what Shefty said, said about it? Uh, so Shefty actually, obviously, the king of bad tweets. Yeah. Um, he did not have a bad tweet about it. Brian he Robinson, did, who failed to catch on with Washington, what, what he just no, he just got drafted. He just got drafted. But <laughs> yeah. um, he he basically he had a he he's slowly trying to dig himself out of the grave of being the king of bad tweets. No, football. no pun intended, by the way. Bro. I mean, yeah. that, that Dwayne Haskins tweet was... That was bad. That was horrendous. That was really bad. Was like, right. What was he thinking? And oh, so he, he, he reported it, he reported it, and he didn't say anything about football, and then he continued it and said, though we report on football, head coach Ron Rivera does not know any timetable, but he do, does know that Brian Robinson is okay and he's in good spirits, et cetera. I was like, there you go, Shefty. Now you're fixing your shit. <laughs> he had to go to, no doubt he had some sort of HR training after that. Oh, yeah. also, right. <laughs> he had to sit in Toby, Shefty had Toby's to sit in a room for a week and basically. Like, what to tweet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Toby's reading. What it can off. I tweet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's wrap it up. Uh, let's go sweat out these bets. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So finally, I have 2710. LSU, Jack. I'm going. I, I had. You're changing 20, it. Twenty-three. I'm going thirty to twenty-three. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> All right. Thirty-one twenty-three. Thirty-one twenty-three. Okay, and you had twenty. Convert one. I'm going. I'm. I'm upping it again. I'm going thirty-four fourteen because twelve is a weird number. Twelve. Hey, weird number. real real numbers. Love that. Thirty-four thirteen. 14 but yeah 34 34. 14 wow okay all right i like it did i talk y'all into going up i just think well no i saw the tweet about them having a better game plan than i thought and i was just like that's this is this is what i like this is what i I like to see hearing i was teetering and then i watched a couple more of that uh x's and Knowles guy right before we came on here and um just some stuff. I feel like it's a. I just feel like the matchup. You should message cool. that guy. Say, hey, thank you for this breakdown. You just made me uh, go up on my score prediction. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are gonna lose my worst. <laughs> <laughs> I'm All just right. praying. I'm praying we play neck on Sunday. Uh, well, we'll Shout definitely play neck. We'll play neck next That's Saturday true. because That's Southern, true. Southern will Southern play will neck. play neck. <laughs> yeah, That's so cool. it's gonna be fucking wild. Jesus. Dude, the tickets for that game are expensive too. Yes, you better get them. Fuck. My family was asking, they're like, what game should we come to? I'm like, Southern, get them now. It's yeah. going to be a great weekend. Yeah, it will. Game. That's one I'm going to need somebody to give me free tickets to because I'm not paying $100 to go to Southern game. I know. We'll, I could try to get you a student ticket if you want it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, all right, let's, let's wrap it up. Um, 
Appreciate all of our sponsors uh, and everybody listening. It, it has been One Team, One Podcast. Logan out.